You are now tuning in to Nude Radio with your host, Kenny Heflin, and I hope that your week is going great. Mine, let me tell you, my week has been going pretty smoothly, you know, I had a little hiccups and stuff or whatever, but we'll get into it. First, before I start off into today's episode, make sure to like and subscribe to Nude Radio, streaming on all platforms where you can hear a podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media at Instagram at Nude Radio 101. That's going to be the same handle for Twitter at Nude Radio 101. And if you want to reach out to me personally, then give us a follow at Kenny Heflin on Instagram. Okay. Ask your questions. Tell me how you like the episodes. I hope you guys are sharing, you know, sharing is caring and whatnot, you know, but let's get into some things, baby. Like my, my queen Nicki Minaj would say, honey. So have y'all ever been on social media and you feel like you're being overstimulated by a lot of the bullshit. Okay, let me ask let me ask that question one more time. Have you ever been on social media and felt as if you were being overstimulated by the bullshit? And I asked that question because I feel like the last couple of months, definitely the last couple of weeks for sure, it's just been, I don't know what's going on with social media and just people, uh, I guess, projecting their beliefs onto other people. And I feel like, you know, everybody has, and, you know, everyone is entitled to their own opinion, right? But when you project your beliefs onto other people, that's when it becomes a problem. And especially if the belief is usually rooted in some type of taboo or, you know, there's controversy that surrounds it, or it could be, you know, looked at as being toxic or problematic or unrealistic like grossly unrealistic at that i mean it's it's interesting because i feel like we've been being spoon-fed a lot of stuff when it comes to it doesn't like it don't matter if we're talking about women you know creating lists about where to go out to eat and then uh, for first date ideas and stuff and disqualifying certain places when dudes want to take them out, you know, or who pays for what, you know, and how often do people pay for what? I mean, it's been crazy because you got the straight folks arguing about where you can go out to eat, right? You can't go to chain restaurants. You can't go to bowling. You can't do certain things, right? And we'll get into that probably on another episode because I do want to dive into that a little bit more. But you have subjects like that. You have, you know, others that are talking about, again, similar, but, you know, oh, how often 
you know, do uh, men pay for things for their woman and, and if courtship and all this stuff and like the, the expectations and it's just, it becomes an echo chamber of nonsense in my, in my opinion. Okay. Again, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. This is mine. But it just becomes an echo chamber of nonsense. And in my opinion, it just becomes a battle of the sexes. And I have, again, I have thoughts that I really want to dive into probably with another woman. I probably want to dive into this a little bit more deeper with a, with a woman, but I don't know. Then you got the the gay boys. You got the gay boys now, you know, talking about they want to be treated as princesses and stuff like that. And ugh. when I tell you, y'all, I am tired. You got people up here enforcing, you know, their open relationships on people. I've been seeing a lot of that. And also, most recently, a couple of people were sending me this video uh, where I saw it was like from that gay magazine um, Instagram page or whatever. But they post different clips of topics and, and, and you know, podcasts and documentaries or whatever stuff, you know. So I saw this other one most recently, and it was just about, you know, the guy talking about how <laughs> he likes to, he likes situationships. He prefers situationships and the Instagram, like the, the Instagram was asking its followers, you know, is it toxic to have a situationship. So I had thoughts about that. And I'm pretty sure like y'all already know, like my, if y'all have been following me for these last four seasons of new radio, then you know, my opinion on situationships and it has not changed. But for the people who are new, <laughs> for all, all of my new nudists, Come in, come close, come close, come close. Are you, are you closer? All right, all right. So I hate situationships. <laughs> Again, this is my opinion. If it works for you, then it works for you. That's where I'm at at this point. I don't want to subscribe to anything that involves me and another person doing things that people in romantic relationships do. And I mean, all the things like spending quality time together, communicating, talking, engaging, interacting outside of nighttime hours, fucking having good sex. Right. Like, <laughs> but like the guy was saying, you know, he wants to do all of those things that I just noted, but also have the, the understanding that, you know, at least it's a mutual understanding. That's how he put it. It's a mutual understanding that 
You don't have to text me back when I text you. You don't have to call me back when I call you. And we have that mutual understanding. Like this is what it is. We choose to be together when we choose to be together and to do all the things that we want to do. And most times it's what people in romantic relationships would do. However, it's not a committed relationship. So my opinion on this and the topic of this week's episode with everything that I've listed off, right? And it's been more shit, but I'm just at a space in my life right now And hopefully I stay in this space (laughs) because it's a certain level of clarity and it's a certain level of self-awareness, I feel. But I'm just in a space right now where it's just best to just, we just should just mind our business. Let's, let me run that back. We should just mind our business. Okay, I feel like this. If you are a woman who is dating a man and you like to be courted and your expectations are that that man provides everything for you and you provide probably like the bare minimum of something or you're not able to reciprocate everything because of the gender roles and all that stuff. You know how that done whooped our ass. Uh, (laughs) um, Or if, you know, you are a gay boy and you're the more submissive, but you feel like the most dominant partner in that courtship or relationship should provide all the things and give you this quote unquote princess treatment then you know what? Do what the fuck works for you. If it works for you and that person that you're dealing with, then you know what the fuck. Do what the fuck works for you, but don't impose or project your way of thinking onto other people. If you are in a happy, non-committed relationship, if you are in an open or poly relationship, or if you are in a monogamous relationship, guess what? Don't impose that onto other people. Let people live. Don't fault people at this point. Like, it's just at this age now, it's just like, look, leave people alone. Whatever works for you, baby. Look, whatever works for you, let it work for you. Because, honey, my Lord, if you like being in a situationship, if you and the other person, like, first off, let's make sure that we are involving both parties or all parties. If you and the parties involved are all with with the relationship and all the standards and the expectations and everything that's set up for you guys, it's all consensual, it's all understood, it's genuinely understood, right? Then who are we to judge? Who are we to judge? 
but also why do we need to see all of that? Like we don't do what works for you, period. I think a lot of us would really benefit from minding our fucking business. If you want to go back to your ex, if you and your ex are working it out, despite whatever caused the rift, hopefully it wasn't too bad. Okay. All right. Hopefully, you know, your physical and your mental uh, protection is not too much at risk. Okay. But if you and your ex want to work it out, work it the fuck out. Who the fuck are we to judge? We need to mind our fucking business. We need to mind our business. Because at this age, I'm reaching, I'm I'm approaching 34, right? I'm approaching 34 years old. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm even saying that. Jesus. But there's a certain level of clarity that I've been praying for. <laughs> because let me tell you, I have been on my knees praying for like the last two weeks because we need some shit to really shake. I'm throwing all spaghetti noodles at the wall and seeing what sticks. Okay. I've been praying. A very long prayer. Very, very long prayer. I've had my candles. I've had all the things. I have my ancestral dirt from our, our, my family's land has been in our family for shit over, well over a hundred years. Right. Like I've been doing the things I've been trying to tap into all things that are not, not dark sided. Okay. <laughs> Cause I need to see what works. Cause we got some shit to do. I'm trying to look propel. <laughs> I'm really trying not to live in the past. I'm really, really, really trying to maintain uh, being present. And that's not easy for me. Especially when you're not all the way, when you're not all the way happy with the present, it's kind of hard to be in the present because it's like for me, either I'm living too much in the future, or I'm living too much in the past. Never like a happy medium. I have like little spurts of that. So that's something that I've been working on is really doing the exercises and really trying to pivot my mind whenever it's starting to travel into the past or especially the past. At this point now, I welcome the future thinking because I can use some of that. And that's what I've been, you know, that's what I've been doing these last two weeks is really preparing myself for the future and being grounded, you know, but really the moments of presence, it's, for me at least, it's very freeing. And I just feel like as I'm approaching a new 
birth year, right? I feel like with all my even years, and y'all tell me, I wonder, like, go and comment, send me some DMs. Have y'all ever noticed that you have a certain level of, mm, I don't want to call it blessings because I don't like calling it blessings. Um, what's the word that I'm looking at if I don't want to use blessings? Because I feel like blessings sometimes can be used in a dismissive way or it excludes people. Um, I guess um, privileges or fortunes. Yeah. I think I, I, I'm much rather use that, you know, have you ever felt like you've had more privileges in your even years, you know, like a, say for example, and this is not just like the actual year, but also like your actual age. So I feel like I've had more privileges when it comes to finances, when it comes to career growth, when it comes to new friendships or new life discoveries, like positive things, right? When it comes to uh, good potential romantic relationships and, and all the things. I feel like in the even years, like, you know, uh, say, like, again, a number that ends one of the years with the number ends with an even number. Okay. Over like your odd years, like the odd number years. Think about it. And let me know if y'all have noticed that, like really sit and really think about that. Cause I feel like within the years, like, um, like I say, all the even years have been pretty transformative in a positive way. Um, I guess, when was it? Uh, when was that? Uh, well, mm, mm. but I also feel like I'm not confused that year uh, <laughs> because I feel like the pandemic really fucked us up and threw us off. Yeah. We're all still actually healing from the pandemic from 2020. Can we all collectively agree to that? Again, that's opinion of mine, but can we all agree to that? Okay. But I've always felt this way. I've always felt like a lot of the fuckery happens in the more odd years. Not all the time. And the fuckery don't have to be crazy fuckery, but it's a certain level of fuckery that just be really going on in the odd years. And I don't want to claim this, but I'm just saying this is something I've noticed. And even when you put in perspective with like your actual age, you know, the, the, the years that you've lived and the years that were even years for me have been more transformative in a positive way. They've been, you know, filled with many privileges, many, many 
fortunes, right? Full with a lot of abundance and prosperity. So I say that to say this. It is 2023. I am 33. This year has been... Hmm. This year... <laughs> 2023, and as I approach the the end of my 33rd year, uh, hmm, it has been a year of, hmm, I don't, what has it been? It's been a year of preparation. We gonna say that. That's the word that came to my mind. We're going to go with that. That's where my spirit led me. That's preparation. Preparation. Because I don't want to necessarily say too much of self-discovery. Because I'm always in a self-discovery mode. But I would definitely say I have been getting myself prepared for the things that I've been praying for this year of 2023. And then also in within the age of 33. So as I approach that and it starts to approach an even number year, right, with 2024 knocking on our back door, because 2023 had had somewhere to be, right? 2023 passed by so fast. But as I approach my 34th year of life, I feel like there's been a certain level of clarity there. And within that clarity, there's been a certain level of self-awareness on a whole other level. And not so much of my own self-awareness, but also just really like awareness of other people around me and even the people that's not around me. And I think it's kind of, I think back to like when I was in my early 20s and I have a lot of friends who are 10, 13, 15 years older than me, right? But I think back to the years when I first moved to LA and when I was like a, a fucking baby, right? Because I moved here when I was 22, a long time ago. And I think back to my friends at the time who were in their 30s and their, and their mid and late 30s at that point. I remember them telling me like, there's a certain level of, self-awareness of clarity of acceptance and understanding and all the things right that you reach in your 30s and as i am approaching my mid-30s especially once 35 comes like i'm definitely gonna be in my mid-30s at that point as that comes it's just like a level of self-awareness but also just a, a even more of a, a scope of reading the room and being aware of other people and just like really at this point being like, you know what? Let me mind my fucking business because it's like whatever works for me works for me and the people that I involve myself with and whatever, you know, whatever that is, how we're involved in each other, whether it's work, whether it's, you know, finances, whether it's platonic, familial, romantic, Etc., etc., etc. Whatever works for y'all, hey, do it. Do it. 
like I say, if you want to be in certain relationships and it works for both of y'all, fuck what other people think. Fuck what other people think. Because guess what? It works for you and your person. Okay? If you and your best friend don't see each other for what once a year or something and, and or y'all live in the same city and don't see each other often but y'all talk on the phone or whatever look if it works for both of y'all hey who are we to say anything fuck what other people think if it works for you and yours then by all fucking means fuck what other people think they need to mind their business Period. Like I say, if you and your ex are spending the block however many times and you worried about what your friends and family going to say, who gives a fuck if the Internet is saying in a comment section, commenting, oh, that don't work and this, that and the third. And oh, uh, I tried it with mine before and, I, and it didn't work. And this like, fuck what? happen to them <laughs> if it's working for y'all then by all means tell them to mind their business or if you're the friend that's on the other end look mind your business be there for your friend be there for your family or whoever that person is be there for them if you don't want to talk about certain things because you feel like you uh that you're talking on a on a track that's on repeat, then set those boundaries accordingly and hope that that person that's close to you, right? Hope that they respect your boundaries and they're able to navigate that with having still, still having a full relationship with you. Again, whether it's platonic, romantic, or familial, or even casual, right? Hopefully both parties are able to respect each other's boundaries because that is also a big thing. Cause what I don't want to do is I don't ever want to, if it was me trying to spin a block with an ex or whatever, like I don't want to stress my friends out, you know, if I'm talking about the person multiple times or whatever, if they've heard it all before throughout the years and stuff. So if they were to tell me like, you know, Kenny, like, look, no shade, but based on how y'all do, how y'all act with each other and stuff and how they made you feel and how you felt when you was with them da, 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 and the guidance that I was here, the ear that I was here for, all that shit. I don't want to, I just would like to not get into that. Like, can we not talk about them? Because that's going to take me back and I'm going to feel like I'm a, a record on repeat. So that's why I say, like, make sure that you communicate your boundaries and hopefully both parties or all parties involved are able to respect those boundaries if those are boundaries that you put in place. OK, so I say that to say that. But if that's the case, do what works for you and yours. Fuck what other people think. You know, the grass is not greener on the other side. Listen, when it comes to dating shit, this, this stuff 
is not for the weak of heart. <laughs> there are a lot of frogs and not enough princes. Okay, if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. There's a, a lot. The dating pool has shit float, look, floating, shit turds, and the water's piss. It's trashy out here. So that's why I say I'm like, do what works for you. Mind your business. <laughs> Fuck what other people think, because it's like they're not in that relationship. They're not they're not you. They're not. So who gives a damn what they think? Do what works for you and move along. You know, it's just like. Get your person. And move along. And work it, work on it. If if they're an old fling, if they're an ex, whatever the case is, and it's able to be worked out and, and y'all are able to forgive each other for for whatever reason. Then by all means, fuck what other people think. Work it out. I'm at that stage in life now where it's like, if shit wasn't that fucking bad and if both parties are in agreement and both parties are willing, okay, heavy on the willing to, capable of and willing to work it out, work it out. Because there's a romance, you know I'm a romantic, y'all. There's a romance to the new partner, you know, all the self-discovery, you know, and, and all the newness and, ooh, so cute. Like, who don't love, like, meeting a new sparkly person, right? But then there's also a romance to a past love. You know, there's a familial romance there because there's this built-in history already, right? You kind of know, like, the landmines not to step on and the ones that, you know, it's like, oh, you know, certain triggers you're well aware of. So I just feel like, you know, if both parties or all parties at least are capable and willing to work things out by all means... The grass is not greener on the other side. Work it out. If that's if if that's what you want, do it. Do it. Fuck what other people think. Like I say, if you don't want commitment, and the other person that you with don't want commitment, then by all means do that. But I will say this. I will say this, y'all. There was more than a couple people that were sending me that video about the guy talking about situationships and stuff. And, the, you know, the, the original post was asking, is it toxic for situationships to exist? There was a level of triggered. Okay, triggered, the, the spirit of triggered. It was, it was on me. It was on me. <laughs> Because again, as a romantic, um, I value, I value a committed relationship. I value, you know, mutual 
standards being set and expectations being met. I value those things. You know, I value true and genuine partnership, companionship, like all of that. You know, I want to be married one day. Okay, I want my name dropped. Actually, I don't because they're going to carry my last name. But, you know, I want my eggs cracked. <laughs> if you don't know, that's that's a part of uh, what New York, <laughs> what Tiffany Pollard has said. <laughs> he said, I want my eggs cracked. <laughs> I want to be married. <laughs> I said, same girl, same, same girl. Look, I'm just at a space. It's just like, look, if you can work it out, work it out. Because with all of these people within the millennial generation, within the Gen Z generation, and probably like some, you know, in the Gen X, right? <laughs> There's a lot of there there's a lot of unrealistic expectations being set without any reciprocation there are a lot of trauma bonding going on there's a lot of generational curses being passed along there there's a lot of uh <laughs> unhealed wounds <laughs> there's a lot of shit going on y'all and it's getting on my damn nerve and i'm just at the stage now i'm like look okay if it worked for you then baby work for you so y'all tricking the fuck out of me but go off i'm just like look i'm i'm gonna continue to prepare myself for myself but also for the person that i've been praying for right for my future husband yeah i'm gonna I'm continue doing that but in the meantime in between time it's just like you know what let me continue to abstain from sex until i feel that it's right believe me it has been difficult <laughs> y'all know i live in la <laughs> And I made the choice to abstain from sex in LA for, it's been a long time. <laughs> I can't even think the last time I did have sex. So sad. And I want to tell y'all some stuff. So maybe, you know, maybe soon enough. We'll see. But I just, I'm just really at a space where I'm tired of all the bullshit. Don't involve me in the bullshit. Don't put me on a roster. Like I, I, I don't want all of that. I don't want all of that. Like, don't. I don't like the inconsistencies and all the things. So you know what? That's why I say, you know what? Let me just take my hat out this race, right? And <sighs> okay. I'm tired, so tired, but hopefully soon enough, you know, I'll be back in the, you know, because <laughs> I do miss booty. 
Lord knows I do, Lord Jesus. Lord knows I miss some booty hole, baby. You know, like when you just like put your penis in there and you get that warm hug. Ooh, mama. Yes. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. But I do miss having sex. But I mean, it's just been so long at this point. I just kind of feel like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm just ready to, you know, get my person. I'm ready for, you know, the certainty, the decisiveness, right, on both parties. Okay, us reciprocating fruitful blessings, prosperities, all the things, all the, all the things, right? I'm just ready for that. And I've been working, I've been working towards possibly changing that. We'll see. But... Yeah, there's just, there's just been a level of, of that, you know, and having to learn to accept people for who they are and really making the decisive choice, right? When it comes to, if you are going to put boundaries with the people when you accept them for who they are are boundaries necessary how extensive are these boundaries you know like i mean there's things there's a level of understanding self but also i don't know it's just like trying to I'm going to always ask questions that's one thing about me like I'm going to always remain inquisitive because I do I've always been this way my entire life I'm a philosopher at heart I like to know how things work and the meanings behind things so if I'm privileged enough to have insights of how things work and how people think and why people did what they did. If that offers me true clarity and if that offers me the space to consciously choose how I continue to deal with them in whatever, you know, in whatever way I choose to deal with them, and if that brings me peace, then I welcome that because I really want to get to a space where I am able to channel peace and really protect that peace, but then also to maintain that peace. Yeah, that's, that's a big one. That's a big one for sure. So. Yeah, I just feel like, like I say, 
Let's mind our fucking business. Whatever works for other people, it's not us, y'all. It's them. Let it work for them. Whatever works for you, works for you. And fuck what other people think. Because they're not you. They not, they're not in your situation. They're not in your shoes. If it works for you, if it genuinely works for you, right? Then fuck what they think. Obviously, we want the things that work for you not to be crazy. Okay. Don't be hurting people. Because <laughs> some people that, you know, some of the villains might be listening to this and being like, oh, well, shit working for me. <laughs> I like fucking people up. You know, I like fucking with people causing, causing trauma, right? That's what works for me. No, not y'all. <laughs> If, if one thing's for sure, I hope that new radio serves as a repellent against the villains. <laughs> so no, as long as what works for you is not hurting other people and causing terror, then do it. Fuck what other people think. Fuck what other people think. That's what I'm saying. Like at this, at this age that I'm reaching out, like I say, it's going to be an even year. I'll be 34. And like I say, all of my even years have been filled with prosperity and, and forward moving and stuff, right? So that's what I am channeling. That's what I am feeling. Um that's that's what I'm looking for. That is really, really what I'm looking for. So this should be interesting. And like I say, with me approaching this 34th year of life and also with it being, you know, 2024, an even year within an even year of life. Oh, my God. Like, let's bring on a double, double prosperity. Right. Let's give us yeah, double the abundance. Uh-huh. Double the love, double the pleasure. OK, shit. I'm trying to make career moves. I'm trying to make some career moves, baby. Okay. We look, we on season four of new radio. We, we on all platforms. Right. So I say that to say this, help us grow, show us love, subscribe, follow us, engage with me. Right. We got some things to do y'all. And the only way that you can do that is by what? Following me on Instagram and Twitter under the same handle at new radio one zero one. Okay. And following me on Instagram on my personal page at Kenny Heflin. Y'all know where to find me. So this has been my little rant. Let's mind our business. Let's do what works for us. And remember, just because it's your opinion does not mean it's fact. Bye! <laughs>